All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Oh, ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one on one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SW Shooter and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. 
Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, the fine print. <clears throat> All right. Fine prints out of the way. It's time to roll with the show. We're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And obviously, I don't know, maybe I need to uh, change the uh, disclaimer to, you know, listening to this show may cause side effects, period. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, no link tonight. Once again, uh, very, very tied up. Welcome to Chuck. And, uh, I should probably mention, welcome to the Bills and Mike and Barb and Chris. And, uh, where'd it go? I was, I was looking. I meant to say something. Welcome to Matt. Tuning in from his iOS, I'm not sure, uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I've seen Matt in the chat before. Uh, if I haven't, I'm not sure how he found us, but welcome aboard. That's interesting. Um, uh, so... Very, very good to see you in, Matt. Uh, as I was saying, I digress. No posting about the show tonight. We didn't post anywhere. As a matter of fact, we were, we were very tied up today. So, didn't, uh, didn't get the chance to, uh, get the post out there anywhere, anything like that. Um, huh. Okay, Matt says he's pretty new to the chat. Hmm. But listens after airing. So he's an archive hitter. Nothing wrong with that. Got plenty of people that hit the archives. Nice to see you in for a live show, I guess. Um, I mean, it is live. Obviously, we're live. We're here right now. This is not a recording. <laughs> oh, I was going to uh, put the call out to a friend earlier this afternoon to see if he wanted to jump in short notice and talk a little bit of shop since it has been a while since we've uh, heard from him. But uh, yeah, I didn't. Didn't get that done. We were we were busy dealing with the garden, trying to process cucumbers today. Speaking of which, those who have seen the post, just to alleviate any confusion, those are not my fingers that are posted. I did get a message from somebody who saw the post to say, Oh, I hope your fingers heal fast. And we appreciate that. We do. 
I had to explain to them, though, that uh, those were not my fingers, those were my wife's fingers, and uh, she hopes they heal fast, too. I don't know. Something, uh, something to be said about Damascus Steel and Kentoku Blades. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. They're like Mother Nature. Don't turn your back. Or she'll show you that you should respect. I don't know. Thankfully, though, uh, I think we do have her on the uh, the right path. She's uh, she's um, moving along nicely, I think. Yes, they were Tams. But she's moving along nicely. And what a trooper. What a trooper. We get her bandaged, we get her bandaged up. We were actually uh, processing zucchini at that point. And she turns around and finishes doing what we were doing. Welcome to Jason and Eric. Hmm. Welcome aboard, Eric. Let's see here. Hmm. Eric's tuning in from an Android device. Interesting. So, links first and foremost in the chat and the description, obviously, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, the Ring Finder, Snoop the Website, Mind Lab, Manicore, Update, Link, Terry Shannon's Website, Midwest Refinery's Website, there's also Ohio Metal Detecting, Quarter Hoarder, Hopper Hoodlum, Ill Digger, Detect that outdoors, all metal militia, crazy spider adventures all on YouTube. If you're into the YouTube side of things, obviously John is doing a great job with the update uh, tutorials from the Manticore, the update series that he's doing as far as the uh, settings and things like that. And then if you're into the Facebook side of things, there's Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa, Treasure Hunters, the Relic Hunters, Detect Ed Outdoors, All Metal Militia, and Detect America. You can catch Frank, Steve, and Ronnie, 8 p.m. Well, you can catch Frank, Ronnie, and third personality. Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube. You can catch Shelly and Dawn Thursday-ish. I think they're actually off for a little bit. They're on a little bit of a break. Breaks are good, though. Breaks are good. But you can catch them Thursday-ish. 
multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, obviously, we're here on Spreaker, and all the lovely podcast distribution services that are out there, and that's why we're live now, actually, because we do have to make sure that we are uploading content on a regular basis, or we lose distribution, and quite frankly, we're in far too many places that I can't even keep track of all the places that we're in, so rather than have any interruption to the archives that some people may like to follow, every now and then we'll throw a show in like this, completely impromptu, from the hip, no link, no promotion, nothing, no topic. And see what happens. So obviously tonight it's it's open lines and all of that. And we did see there were there was some good feedback. Definitely some good feedback on Wednesday's archive or live run, depending on when listeners hit it. They really enjoyed the information that was coming out about the MindLab Profine 40 and the comparisons with it and the Land and Sea and the Go Lives, obviously, that went along in conjunction with that off of the Shooters and Prospectors Facebook page. People definitely enjoyed the information. And so far, from what we hear, from what we've seen, Unless something has happened that I have missed, there is no issues to speak of as of yet with the Profine 40. Uh, Celeste is in. Welcome aboard, Celeste. And Frank, there's the man. There's the man. How about that? We were just talking about you, Frank. Imagine that. Well, you, Ronnie, and third personality, we'll say. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah. Third personality, yeah. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Want to know what the future of metal detecting holds in the United States? <laughs> Wants to know what the future of metal detecting will be like in the United States if we go to electronic currency, huh? Yeah, metal detectors, uh, they, they don't do real good uh, as far as picking up, say, Bitcoin. Something like that. Uh, oh, great. And we get this again. Looks like my, looks like I may have issues with my lines. Uh, but it does look like we've got Chuck in at least. I, yeah, you're coming through, Claire. Hmm. Well, that's good. I don't know if anybody else will come through, but, uh, hey, we've got you. And <laughs> you've always got uh 
Oh, no, you've always got something to uh, share about things going on. I had been saying before I saw Squirrel and got sidetracked that as I know of currently, there have been no issues with the Profine 40 that I've heard of. I mean, if, not that if I have, have found yet. I've got some other things I'm working on, but not with a Profine 40. But Eric brought up a point. What to know what the future of metal detecting in the U.S. will be like if we go electronic currency? Well, what I heard you say dropping a Bitcoin or something. Right, yeah. It's, it's, detectors aren't going to do real good picking up Bitcoin or anything. Although, uh, I have heard some people have been, they have like these little devices that you can buy that are like electronic miners or whatever that go around and pick up Bitcoin in certain areas or whatever, cryptocurrency or whatever else they they do so it could be a new niche of treasure hunting like geocaching uh, there'll always be jewelry that's right there will always be jewelry and there will still be as long as we can find them anyway and especially with the machines we have available at our disposal today there will always be the old targets that are always sought after by everyone that these new machines yeah. are breathing life, new life, into the old sites. That's right. So, you know, uh, I'm not a fan of cryptocurrency or electronic currency. I, I you know, yeah. I it's just... cool having cash in hand. Yeah, cash exactly. Hand. They just exactly. want to track every move that you do. They want to track every deposit, withdrawal, so they can tax and tax and tax it. Right. And uh, I see the comment from Frank that his junk jewelry will be worth something. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I have to say that... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember. I'm not sure if I've seen Eric in the chat before. Yeah, Eric, even Eric Heron. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but the, like you said, cash is king. I'm not necessarily real big on electronic currency myself. I'm more of the stacker kind of guy i like to have physical gold and silver uh whether it's in jewelry or not i i i'm not picky i'll take any of it i can get any way shape or form and i just i i feel more comfortable with that uh-huh people do but the one thing is is the lost zinc pennies we have today will disappear well, and realistically... I found one the other day that was about a third in size. Just just ate the daylights out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they, they just they won't hold up. They won't hold up at all. I've, that's been some years back. I happened to run across one of them, and we weren't... It was a slow day. I was hunting with a buddy of mine, and 
none of us were finding much of anything, and especially nothing notable. And he looks over and he says, you had any luck yet? I said, no, not really. I mean, all I've got is this half cent. And he gets all excited. And then I drop that shield cent in his hand. They just, they don't hold up. And even if we do go to electronic currency, Mark Hoover at least has nothing to fear because there will always be pull tabs. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> I could take the places he could have all he wants. Mm-hmm. And how. But those are the places that we kind of like to hunt. At least those are the areas that I like to hunt in because that's where the gold likes to hide. Right. Disposable pennies. That's a good way to put it, Frank. That's a good way to put it. Disposable They've been pennies. Away with the one cent coin for a long time. Now they've yeah. got them disposable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and biodegradable. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great way to put it. Oh, you put it into the ground, and in two weeks, it's half gone. That's about it. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't hold up at all. And you can, we know, when we dig them up, you can tell they haven't been in the ground long. No, they're they're, they're starting to rot immediately. Good yeah. golly! Yep, practically before they even fall out of the person's pocket. Maybe that's part of the reason why Canada got rid of theirs. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it's um, they don't want to back the currency with anything tangible that you can pick up and walk out with that they can't track. Well, no, absolutely. I mean, that's part of the reason why we came off of the gold standard. Well, yep, and. Uh, Yeah, it's too bad. Now, there is some states, and Oklahoma being one of them, you can, you know, they've opened that door up. You can trade gold freely across counters. Really? Now, that was brought up a while back. I'd have heard that. Of course, I'll tell you what. You go into any gold country area, California, the West Coast, Alaska, you go in and want to pay in gold, they pull the scale out and they'll do it. Oh, yeah, they especially in Alaska, and yeah, I would believe California as well, and like you said, any other gold country, basically, they've, they've got the scale right behind the counter, they, they, and especially in Alaska, they will gold, pull it out. Go into a goldsmith, jeweler goldsmith, he'll trade with you, he'll buy it right there. Uh, I've done it. I proved to my wife years ago. I went into a goldsmith down in East Moline. She had to have some jewelry repaired. I took fine gold that I recovered in Alaska, paid for jewelry repair, and walked out with a wad of cash in my hand. Wow. Yep. And and that should show people right. right. 
that should show people right there too, you know, beware, because if you walk, and, and you mentioned it, you know, Goldsmith, if you walk into a jeweler and you have questions about a piece of jewelry that you have, and they can't even tell you what the carrot is because they don't have a gold test kit, and they just look at the stamp and the band, that should be a big red flag right there. Because they don't have a clue what they're what they're doing. And I'm not sure what happened. It seems like maybe we lost Chuck. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if he can get back in or not. Let's see. Let's check the chat and see if he did. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Frank says he keeps listening about this gold stuff and he just, he never sees any. Welcome to Travis. Hello to Travis. Okay, let's see here. Chuck says he's trying to call in. So what we're going to try to do is something that I wouldn't normally do. I'm going to see, I'm going to try to, oh, where did that go, where did that come from, huh, well isn't that interesting, uh, well we had him, we had him, Alright, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to try this. And we'll see here. Because I know... Where did he go? I'm not sure. There he went. Okay, so let's see. We will try to get him back. Maybe. And see if that works. How about now? Ooh. Sounds like there's something there. There you are. Okay. You were gone. Hmm. Well, it looks like we've got you back. There you go. Anyway, no, I'm I'm like Eric and the rest of us. We like to have something you could that's tangible, not on an internet that gets hacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and some people they they like to hold on to some of say gold paper. 
Yeah. You know, where you've got shares of gold. It works. It works, I guess. But I still like the physical. Yep. I am curious to know, though. Ah. I am curious to know, though. You had mentioned Oklahoma will take it right over the counter in trade. I mean, I know Alaska does too, but with Oklahoma, that that brings in a whole other ball of wax with, you know, most states, you can only sell so much gold before there's a paper trail. Is this it the is same true. way when you trade it across the counter? Well, if you sell to the uh, refineries, they track it. They have to turn in, uh, what does it go over? If you sell over a thousand bucks worth to them, they send in a report on it. Right, yeah. Then you've got the, the IRS paper trail and all of that, which, I mean, Midwest refineries, they'll at least give you... Probably about the best price you're going to see if yeah, you're they, selling you know, scrap you gold. Send them a big chunk. It's they have to turn it into the government, right? And that's why I say I wonder how that works with uh, you know trading gold across the counter, say in Oklahoma or even in Alaska. I wonder if it's the same scenario. Like you can only trade so much across per transaction or something. I well, would think it isn't because you're you trading go across the counter up there and huge amounts cash is handed out and nothing is said. Yeah, see that's that's what I'm thinking. It, it would be that way uh, because it's being traded, so there's no paper trail, right? At so, all. You know, it all depends upon who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with and the amount of. Yeah. You like to track everything. It's all about control, guys. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're we're having uh we're having that issue and debate here in Ohio, actually. It's all about control with a pop-up ballot that they're calling Issue 1. Mm. Yeah, lovely, lovely little piece of work by some sneaky people. We'll put it that and way. what's that? How's this work? A pop-up ballot? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pop-up ballot where they're basically, a lot of people are confused about the issue. There are people that will swear up and down to you that it's an issue that's voting for or against abortion, so the right to lifers are all up at arms, and there's other people that will tell you that it has to do with banning uh, drag shows, like burlesque transgender events or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but essentially what it boils down to, what they and they want everybody to be confused about it because essentially what it boils down to is they're hoping people will vote the wrong way 
and therefore and make it, it easier. <clears throat> right. And therefore make it easier to suit the agenda. They're basically what they're trying to do is make it easier for them to change the state constitution. Mm. So if you don't want the constitution to change, a lot of people are saying, well, you want to vote? No, but that's not the case because actually in this particular case, much like the smoking ban that happened some years back in Ohio, no actually means yes. So you want to vote yes to make it harder. I've seen on the ballots that look like that in Illinois too, and they're confusing. Right. And I I will swear up and down because Ohio is a constitutional carry state. I'll swear up and down the reason why they're doing this, the real agenda behind it, is because we have an upcoming election, and if the Dems take control, one of the first things they're going to do is come after Ohio's gun laws. <clears throat> it's all about control, because what's the easiest way to pacify and control the people is to take away their right to fight. So it's it's been a big deal around here. And there is a lot of confusion. There's a there's a lot of people that claim they know what they're talking about. And some of them are very educated people, but they're not educated enough to realize they don't know what they're talking about. Right. And that's all because of the way things are worded. And if I remember correctly, there was some some uh, litigation going on. They were trying to run it through the courts and stop the ballot. And as far as I know, they have not. And I believe the day to vote is the 8th. And people are already voting. And some of them don't even know what they're voting for. And yep. I and Jason brings up Kansas. Kansas also announced two months ago they honor trading gold and silver. Wow. And I think Texas is going that way, too. Well, that wouldn't surprise me that Texas would go that way. I mean, it it seems to me, I'm, I'm curious, it, it seems that we're hearing, especially if Kansas announced this here recently, more states are going to this essentially border system. Yep. That's kind well, of scary. That shows you the state of the economy right now. I mean, and we're a we're a metal detecting show. We're not a political show, but it that's that's it's sad to see. I mean, that that shows the state of our economy. Well, Eric brought up another question. Will collectible coins lose value or gain value? So far, with what I'm seeing, that they will continue to gain value. But there's a caveat to that. If they move forward with electronic stuff, 
more and more and more. I would consider it becoming stronger, but how would you trade it? You know, you don't, you aren't going to get tangible assets back in your hands by tangible meaning hard currency. Right. And just kind of devil's advocate here, but if we would go to electronic currency, then will the collectible coins really hold their numismatic value since now yeah, we're on electronic that's, currency? That's a hard one to answer. Yeah, time I mean, tells yeah, I, I don't know. I would have to think that it would probably revert back to spot. Or spot plus. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's different. The one thing that's tangible in your hand is silver and gold. Platinum. Right. No matter what, no matter when, no matter how the state of the economy is, since the dawn of time, it's always stood true. Gold and silver have always been there. Precious metals have always been there, whether it's platinum, gold, silver. Right. And people people used it. People still use it. And I just... I just saw another squirrel. I'm I'm really surprised that Frank knows there's been over half a million early votes already in Ohio, and he's in Florida. I, I'm curious to know why he's following that so closely. Well, what happens in state by state by state, especially if it's a Democratic majority state, happens in others? They'll t- they'll watch it. They'll read it. They'll miss it. We can do that here, right? The domino effect. And that... I, our governor the other day passed a bill in the state, which I never heard about until it got passed and signed, that illegal aliens can apply and become police officers within the state of Illinois without having a tangible citizenship. You know. I heard about that, and I and mean, that opens up America. Yeah, America is a melting pot to begin with. There, there are a lot of different and, ethnicities, and and uh, if they came in properly and they became United States citizens and they went to school in law enforcement and passed it. That's cool. Exactly. But if allow them just to come in, be illegal, and become police officers, something's wrong here. Exactly. And when I heard that, that was the exact thing that I said as well. I have no issues with people becoming police officers. I encourage them to and uphold the law and protect and serve. As long as you can pass the proper training and police academy and all of that, but you should at least be a U.S. citizen. Correct. You you should not illegally gain entry into the country 
and then automatically be able to go through police academy and become a police officer. And uh, illegal immigrants get a lot of benefits when they illegally enter the country to begin with. Now we're going to arm them. I I just I I'm not I'm not real comfortable with that concept. <laughs> Maybe Sorry that's just me. That. Not real comfortable with that. And and I did hear that that was passed the other day. Um, why is beyond me. I, I think that uh, somebody was not thinking things through clearly. And much like with what we have going on here in Ohio with the issue one, once that starts, we're on a slippery slope. Where does it end? Where does it go from here? And where does it end? Right. And, and that's, Eric, all I'm going to say about your remark there is you are right. Hmm? You'll have to read that one. Well, and about I'm, our Governor Pritzker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that, uh, and I, I did, I did pick up on, uh, the, when, when we were in Illinois for detecting the heartland, it seems like there are a number of people in Illinois that would like to somehow manage to figure out a way to separate Chicago from the state and just float it out into Lake Michigan and let Michigan have it. We so, couldn't be so. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's a slippery slope. I don't know what that has Very in much. store for us or where it ends, but good grief. I mean, my 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 whole thing here in Ohio was you know, if if they would happen to come after Ohio's gun laws. And don't get me wrong, people, I'm I don't have a firearm in the house, period. But that does not mean that people shouldn't have the right to. It's it's hard. Our right was written in by some pretty intelligent men. Exactly. And they understood that if we could not defend ourselves, we could not maintain as a country. Exactly. And, and my all argument... All going on, all the, the shootings... Is a sad thing, but it's not the gun doing it. It is. It is a very sad thing, and there are plenty of people out there that want to say guns kill people, but that is false. So do people hammers, kill people. So do knives, so do vehicles. Right. So people kill people. It's it's not the gun, it's the person using it. So Right. And that's that's the thing. I mean, the Constitution, whether on a state or a federal level, was put in place as a system of checks and balances to keep the government from having absolute control. Right. Don't don't just hand them an open checkbook so that they can make the rules right up as have. they go. Shipped away on every right 
we have currently, whether it's freedom of speech. If you think you have total freedom of speech, you don't. (laughs) Ask Facebook's third-party fact-checkers about that one. Freedom of religion, they're trying to control that. Okay? So it just goes on down the line. If you don't think they're after your freedom to metal detect, to hunt, to fish, to enjoy the outdoors... They limit the number of people that can be in certain areas outdoors. They don't want you around different things. They want to control you. <laughs> and the story. That's all there is to it. And and your metal detecting rights because of those who don't like it, those who see us as grave robbers, those who see us as somebody stealing from one another because somebody lost something, you picked it up and found it. Right, looting and pillaging. A lot of that. Yeah. So you have to you have to stand tall and and pick your battles when you need to and stand up for your rights. Right. Uh, that doesn't mean you know protest and throw a fit about every change that comes down the line. You have to pick and choose your battles wisely. And. Sometimes it seems like we're the closest thing to a communist country in denial that you'll ever see. (laughs) And our current group coming up is being fed misinformation continually. Yeah. And they don't know how to weed through it to find out the right stuff. They just take it for what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, peace-fed, right. peace-fed. And then they're throwing this other crap into the schools, as transgenders and this type of stuff are having their way in the schools by getting into it, our stores, of course, that's hurting them. And companies that are doing the woke thing, yeah, they're stepping back from that a bit. A lot. Right. Right. <clears throat> That's Budweiser how Bud Light's doing. That's Target <laughs> how they're doing. Right. And a bunch of others that have really <clears throat> went away from it because the purchasing majority is kind of the silent majority, and they've turned away from them. Look, we ain't buying your product. Right, yeah, and they aren't, and and we've seen that time and time again here, uh, especially in the last say. You're right, Barb. Decade. Barb posted, "Go woke, go broke." <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's know, unfortunate. We still have freedom of speech when we. Just like now. But if you are in a public atmosphere and speaking in a manner they don't like it, they scream, holler, flop on their back like a kid in the store, scream some more, and then try to pass laws that you cannot speak out against political people. Political. I mean, the ones, the Democrats that are in there, they've actually passed laws at the highest level you cannot say certain things to them. Right. 
So, and with that in mind, how can that be freedom of speech? That's right. Everybody's so it, it anymore. It's well, maybe Bill made it in. And Frank's leaving. Wow, Must be dinner time. Yeah, could be. Yep. So, yeah, we skewed out of metal detecting, but they're after that too. Everywhere you go, they are. We lose ground daily at an alarming rate. Not just from you know, not not just from building and construction, but from the other side too, as far as restriction and regulation. That's right. And it's rather unfortunate. Yep. And I haven't had much of a problem right here locally. We kind of have a pretty good group that we try to educate people on what we're doing, work with some of the organizations, historical societies, things like that, explain to them. And then, you know, those efforts go out from a lot of people. Jesse and and, uh, Kevin are very, very good at it. Our club's very good at it. I'm after it all the time. Frank as well. And and but it's a continual thing, and if you let your guard down, it will get posted as no detecting and and things like that. And you've seen the posts online, you know what we really find versus what they think we find. You know, we're hauling out garbage, we're picking up stuff, and for all right. that you picked up one or two pieces, you can take home and say, "Oh, look what I found today! I didn't do too bad. Got thirteen pounds of garbage in a." Mercury dime. <laughs> right. Now, back in the day, might have been the other way around, but not not now. And we do. We do quite a bit to clean up the environment. And that's another reason why a club is a good thing, because they are kind of our front line. Yep. At and, and, uh, keeping those lines of communication open. still needed. Facebook groups are great, but they don't get out well enough and organize with some of the organizations that you need to be attending. Like Frank's always at different historical societies. I've went to some and done show and tell with others and, and Kevin and, and, uh, Jesse work with archaeologists. I've worked with archaeologists a lot. So they, they understand what we're doing. We understand what they're trying to do. And we throw in together and try to make it work so you, they don't look down their nose at you. And sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work out. But then, right. I, and and, you know, they have been more receptive in recent times than they were in the past. I mean, a hundred years ago, they used to look at archaeologists as grave robbers. Bill's making twisted cookies tonight. Oh, I hope he brought enough for everyone else. tornado going on, so that's the only way you can do it, is twist them. Wow. Southeast of him, I think. Well, hopefully everybody stays safe. Weather to the south of us. We are finally getting a light rain here. Yeah, we 
today, temperature-wise, with the breeze and everything, the weather was comfortable. But we haven't had any moisture, so we still can't get into the ground. It no, would have been a great day to be uh, out I went detecting. out a little bit today with the manicure. Got some issues with this manicure. I'm trying to work out and talk to uh, Frank about it, but we'll see what's Uh-oh. going on with it. Yeah, I think I got one that's got a mind messed up. Uh-oh. That's so, not We'll see. Good. I'll continue to test and try to tune. I mean, it's been updated. I updated it. Everything worked well. It's just odd on a couple things, and Frank can't figure it out, neither can I. So let me go back in and have a check out on it. Hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's because I mean I've not really sure when the manicore was first released. We heard some some squabble. People didn't like certain aspects of it, or thought Mind Lab could have done this differently or that differently. Yada yada. With the software update, that seems to have resolved pretty much all of those complaints from people. <laughs> Let me do some more work with it, and maybe I'll uh, I'll do a live go live with it on testing a couple things and uh, some of the modes is not hitting it. I'll talk about that more later after I do a go live on it. I'm hmm. trying to see if I have things set incorrectly, and so far I have not, and uh, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, because we know some machines, certain modes, they may not see some things as opposed to other modes or patterns. They will see it where other machines just don't see it at all. I know Frank said something about, um, oh, what was that? Maybe a KG2 that uh, he yep. was having some issues with the manicure seeing. Similar. Okay, but then he yep. did find a mode that it would see it in, and I've got a mode in there that sees it, but why doesn't it see it in the other modes? I haven't right. figured that out. So yeah, we're working see, on, and, and that's the thing. That's what had me kind of curious with it uh, when when Frank was having issue with whatever coin that was. Like I said, I think it might have been a KG two. Right. Something like that. Large copper. Right. And and it makes me just kind of wonder why, you know, what what is in some of the machines that make them do the things that they do like that? Because we see, you know, with the Equinox, it it's a very stable machine. It does very well. It Most targets it will see in any mode. Yep. That machine is a hard hitter. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, there is. So. But uh, that's that's interesting now to hear that there could be well, another one. another well, scenario one or the like other. that. Right? Yeah it it could be it could be the machine itself. I mean, quality control. Every now and then, you get a flaky unit that makes it out. Yep. I just pulled this one out of a shipment and started messing with it because they became more available. Everybody's pretty well taken care of on the back orders. In fact, they are. Yeah, I believe and the distributors are now listing it as an in-stock item, so back orders should be yep. fulfilled. Yep. 
So, and they've got plenty of Profine 40s, and there's sales on the Profine 35s now. So that nice. will be a thing of the past, and the 40 will take command. I like that 40. It does a pretty good job. I'm I'm messing with it a lot, and uh, everything works. And Okay, so you did get some more inbound then. Oh, yeah. They're, they're there. Okay. If you need any, I got them. And I know, like, Wednesday you were, I believe it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. You had been messing with one that uh, it's a customer, it's a customer's pinpointer, but you were playing around yeah, with it a little bit before you gone, handed it off to comments. them. Have yep. you heard any feedback from that customer how they like it? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. He got it Thursday night, so I, I haven't talked with him since then. And uh, so we'll see how he likes it. And who knows? I mean, depending on the uh, the ground conditions and everything, maybe the customer hasn't been out to use it yet. Like cement here. And down in Keokok, sister-in-law called yesterday, sent some pictures up. They got eight inches of rain. Holy cow! And you it think? just ran off. I talked with one customer today who was having a problem with a coil on the machine. We got that straightened out. They got four and a half inches, but he was out digging, and he said only an inch shows moisture, inch and a half. It just ran off. It just poured down, and now they got in the low areas, they're standing water, but yeah. the streams are hot, and they got yep. flash flood warnings. and. <laughs> And that's kind of what we've been saying for, what, the past two months now. We need a good soaking rain. Otherwise, like you said, it, it's all just going to run off, and that's not doing us any help. There's no benefit to it out there in the field. Right. It's just, it's not going to work for us. We need that soaking rain. We need to get the moisture back in the ground to enhance the conductivity so we can find those deep targets, those old targets that we all want to recover. Right. But so far, we're not seeing it. Mother Nature needs to uh, be non-discriminatory and and spread this around a little bit instead of... uh, Dropping eight inches here and four inches there and none in other places. Right. And R.H. Confucius must have made Chuck's manicure, he says. Well, <laughs> it may be. It may be. We, we don't necessarily know what the engineers are doing at Mine Lab. Sometimes they don't either. Sometimes, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes we wonder if they do. Uh, Xterra Pro, that's all I'm saying. Yep. So, I, I don't... Or H has got me on his sites tonight. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Bill's on... He's a little on the wild side tonight. Right. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <clears throat> no. No. Keeps, so keeps anyway... things lively. Keeps you on your toes. That's right. That's right. But at least we know that you do have the 40s in stock. You do have the 35s in stock. And apparently you have manicores in stock. We have a sale on the 35s. 
<laughs> oh. Well then. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize you, that. Nine thirty-five. Contact me. We'll get you one out the door. Well. Yeah, they they put them on sale. They're 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 reducing the remaining inventory of the Pro Thirty Fives. I'm sure. <clears throat> I wonder what that means for the future. Pro Fine Forties. Then forty fives, then fifties. <laughs> right, and I still say people, <clears throat> people should keep an eye out because I don't think we're done with seeing the release of pinpointers this year. No, I, I mean, don't think so. There's a we've seen that have been... Right. We, I mean, we've we've seen the Profine 40 from Mind Lab, and it, it so far it looks good. It looks very interesting. Uh, People are very interested in it. It's it seems like it's living up to its hype. But right. we're not done with seeing releases of pinpointers this year. I don't believe. Nope. So it's gonna it's gonna make it interesting for people because now people who may be interested in a pinpointer or needing a pinpointer, they may be asking themselves, do I pull the trigger on the Profine 40 or do I wait and see what's coming next? Because there, there's at least one more release of a pinpointer this year. I'll say that. At least one. There was supposed to be. You can just about put money on it. So we'll see when it hits. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting when it does. Right. Eric, would you, you asking about the Profine 40? He's asking, what is its hype? Oh, what is its hype about the... He must be asking about the Profine 40 then. Yeah. Well, what is According it? to my lab... Red is the new Red orange. Red is the new orange, yeah. And, I mean, we we don't have to, we don't even have to put a lot of thought into that. When you hear that tagline, your mind should automatically jump to that conclusion. This is a direct hit towards another manufacturer. That's exactly what that is. It's a, it's a jab at another manufacturer, and it should not take your mind anything to make that leap. And that's part well, of the hype. People find 35s, when they first came out, they were super sensitive. And guys were having trouble with them. They sent them in and they sent them back. They detuned them. Yeah, almost too sensitive. Almost too much. And the earlier profile 35s, you just worked with it a little bit. Oh, my God. But then they brought the other ones out, and they, like you said, they detuned it a little bit too much. Now, this Profine 40, I had it full max the other day, and it was a little jumpy, so I dropped it down a couple, and it was getting everything that that uh, the one I had, the other one I had with me that day was a Landon C, which is a, a pulse it's, unit. Yeah, it's a and good pinpointer. That's a good pinpointer. It gets some depth. And 
the 40 was doing everything maybe a little more in about equal settings as the land and sea. And I, I don't believe in the air test crap. And no. in the ground, yes, if it's something buried and it was doing very good, and that's the way I like to test things. It proofs in the pudding in the ground. You can sit there and swing stuff in front of the air and then take it out and only gets 25% of it because it doesn't have the power to cut the ground and uh, in the right places. And that was another big thing that guy brought up about, oh, you only allowed this much, but they know how to direct it properly. You get the most out of it. Right. It, it's how... It's how that frequency is built. The power is the right. carrier, but it's how that frequency is built. It's how that, essentially what it falls into, what it all boils down to is transmitting and receiving. And it's how that transmission is built as to how it's received and how well it will work. And people have to remember, too, okay, the, the Profine 40 seems to be great, but don't think you're going to take it out there and you're going to pick up on a target eight inches away unless, you know, you happen to be standing in front of your truck or something. <laughs> but... Because another mention, another selling point of it is 10% more depth, and you have to stop and remember, folks, just because it says 10% more depth, you may not see a very noticeable increase because you have to stop and remember what the average pinpointer depth is to begin with. Right. So 10% more depth? Yeah, it may be there. Yeah. But I, I'm going to take a carrot out with it, and we're going to do side by sides at each sensitivity on digs, and we'll see what we're getting. Hopefully, I, I get some like rain where that. I want to get back out. I like that with comparing it at each sensitivity level like that. That that will be interesting to see. I've done one of them in the past, and it seems to be. You know, they're either pretty equal to each other or one will get a little more. It's awful hard to tell when they're talking it gets 10% or 20% more. If you got a unit that gets three inches max, okay, you're getting a couple, three-tenths of an inch. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're... It's hard to, that's hard to see and gauge. And in the air, that's even harder because some do better in the air at the frequencies they work at. Right. And I mean, at at that point, we're we're kind of splitting hairs, but it yeah, it would still be interesting to see though. I mean, one of Detect America's most popular uh, episodes, I guess you you could say, was their big pinpointer comparison show, where they they took a number of different pinpointers to compare and all of that, and a lot of people were interested in that. Why? We're all using them. Everybody needs a pinpointer. At least they do if they want to be productive out in the field because it speeds up the time right. of target recovery so much. And that's why people are always interested when a new pinpointer comes out. 
everybody's all a buzz and chomping at the bit. They want to know more about the new pinpointer. What does it do? How does it work? Does it really hold up or stand up to what it claims to? Things like that. These these are the answers right. that people want to know. It, it, you know, it's it's not definitive to the point where I've got some sort of magic way of making it work, but it'll give you a rough idea and how it handles. Right. And we'll see what does the best. So far, I've done it twice, and I did it with a Profine 35, just side by side with each other out here in the yard messing around. And it was so dang close, but the iron feature does work much better, it seems like. On the 40? On the 40. Well, see, and there again, that's that's what people want to know. I mean, the iron indicator, like I said Wednesday... Oh, I've seen them late. I've seen them laying stuff side by side and on top of a piece of styrofoam or something like that. And they're trying to, and it's like, let's do it in the dirt. Let's work with it for, if it takes three, four attempts on each one to prove something in real use, then do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Because we already know, I mean... Mine labs are not good air testers as far as the detectors go. So it would stand to reason the pinpointers are going to be the same way or similar too. So we'll see how it works out. And then there's dry ground versus wet ground. Things do better in wet or damp soil than they do extremely dry. So there's a lot of variables in everything that you do in our hobby with conditions. Right. Not to mention, that's what I was just going to say. The less shit that you get out of some of these, especially a handheld pinpointer. And um, I've used them out east in, in around Culpeper and those areas. They start going off before they even get down. I don't care what you do. You lay the pinpointer against the soil turn it on, sets itself, supposedly, and it still starts chirping once you get in the hole. I mean, bright orange, iron-laden soil. Right. Exactly. And <clears throat> that that kind of falls back to the whole, you know, what works, say, out in Illinois, or what works in Ohio, or... How dynamite. Indiana, whatever, may not work in Virginia. So it'll be interesting to see as more and more people get a hold of the the new Profine 40s. All right. Jason says he caps the end of his MI6, and it does take away from the depth. Fell uses a Trojan on his, and there you lost the cat again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stick with baking your cookies, Phil. <laughs> and I've I've heard 
you know, that, that people say they lose depth when they put a tip protector on their pinpointer. I've heard the same argument with people on their coil for the, the detector. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe there's something to it. Maybe there's not. Depending on that person's environment or that particular pinpointer, something like that, I still say I would rather, uh, you know, if I lose a little bit of depth, well, that's okay, as long as it's protected, because it's easier to replace a coil cover or a tip protector for a pinpointer than it is to replace the unit itself. Right. And Matt's asking if we ground balance our pinpointers. I do. I drop it onto the soil, turn it on, you know, next to the hole that you got, and then start using it. It tunes itself to the soil conditions. Right. And thankfully... What they tell you? The the pinpointers that we have available to us today are auto-tuning, basically auto-ground balance when you turn them on. As opposed to back in the day, there were some that you did have to manually ground balance. Yep, and F pulse. He says Matt's using the F pulse. It chatters until balance until he balances it. Yep, I have heard that from people. Yes, I have not had any experience myself with that particular pinpointer, but I have heard that from people. So, I just well, usually folks, stick with the train crews. How about you? I think uh, that probably wouldn't be too bad of an idea. For an open lines night, nobody else called in. Right. Jason, yes, you can. You lay the, you put the pinpointer down, turn it on, it does its balancing, and then use it. If you... yeah. Just turn it on in the air and then start checking your dig. It may get chatter. It may not work as well. Same way with the Garrett Carrot, folks. Right. So, and that's and, what they recommend you do. And that's why it's handy, you know, uh, to to understand the process of how the pen pointer works and, and utilize, uh, you know, your, your detune or your ratchet pinpointing, too. Right. If you're in an area scenario that you need to do such thing. Great. So anyway, folks, have a great week. Yeah. If I get time to mess around with pimp. Well, I hope it rains. That's the whole thing. I'm laying off right now until it really, we get some soaking rain here. Right. No big downpours. Be- yeah. I don't want to have the gully washers that they got down south. Phil. No. From. Out just north of Phil's area on up through there, they really got hammered, so. Well, hopefully everyone in the path of that is okay. That's right. Just a lot of rain. All right, my good friend, thanks yeah. for having me. Everybody have a great night. Get out and find something if you can. Right. And uh, definitely some interesting pinpointer conversation. Yes, sir. You had to get off to politics. Yeah. All right. Have a great night. Thanks, Josh. Bye-bye. We'll see you. 
Well, definitely some some more interesting pinpointer topic for sure. Um obviously me everything was all askew tonight anyway. I'm still bouncing back from all of the travel Friday with the the different appointments and we're still not through the appointments yet. Another busy week with appointments. We'll see what happens. Three vials of blood Monday, I think it was. Seven vials of blood Friday. <sighs> sometimes you gotta wonder. I can understand why they stick me sometimes, and there's no blood there. <laughs> Either way, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully this week isn't near as rough on on me or anyone else for that matter. So if you're in the areas where you're getting the downpours, hopefully the runoff isn't real bad. Hopefully if you're in an area that you are getting rain and it's a good soaking rain, you can get out there and find something. If you do get out there and find it, hopefully it's a bucket lister and you can post it up. You know how we love to see the photos. Until the next one, we gotta go. Maybe we can go and dig something up. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We're out of here.